BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank. Be bold. Venture wisely. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now-ish. Welcome to Right Nowish. I'm your host, Pendarvis Hardshaw, with producer Marisol Medina Cadena, taking y'all to what could be the future of art. Out in front of the Tribune Tower. We're outside the historic Tribune Tower in downtown Oakland. Within the last year, this lot has become a hub for arts happenings. I'm talking about swap meets, film screenings, musical performances, and dance classes. But right now, we're looking up at the 40-foot mural on the side of the building, and we're here with the artists. Rachel Wolf Goldsmith. For people who can't see, paint the picture of what you painted. All of the images, there's seven women. They're all the same woman. She's dancing. So you see this flow of her going from kind of these modern movements and dance moves into traditional African dance moves. And her clothing transitions along with that. So she starts out in like sneakers and shorts with a cutoff shirt and some gold chains and a head wrap. And as she moves along, it changes into a skirt with beadwork and a beaded leg decor and beaded head wrap. Like superhero scale, you know, like larger than life. Yeah, you have to look up to her. I think that's one of the dopest things, right, is that it's like you have to stop and look up to her and you are in the presence of this like superhero feeling entity. The piece is called Arm Movement and it's telling the story of how culture story and heritage are passed throughout time, through our ancestry, and through our movement. Rachel Wolf Goldsmith is a muralist who makes these amazing large-scale pieces of art that shine light on people who don't always get these kinds of platforms. But there's something else Rachel's been creating that's caught my attention. She's combining artistry and technology to find new ways for artists to get paid. On this episode, We're talking about augmented reality, NFTs, and how muralists might make the ends meet moving forward. Let me say it again. Rachel's work is amazing. She's the lead artist behind the Women of the Black Panther Party mural. It's in West Oakland on a two-story home that's been converted into a monument dedicated to the Women of the Black Panther Party, who made up the majority of the membership, but were all too often overlooked. She's also behind the fly mural on YR Media of two young people, the multi-talented artist and musician, Stony Creation, and community organizer and fashion model, Yanni Brump. And that dope mural that we started off discussing, you know, the dancer on the side of the Tribune Tower, with all its brilliant colors and references to black history and Afrofuturism, she did that too. Now, hear me out, y'all. She did that. So the underlying question is, what's Rachel's motivation? Do you have a thesis statement or like a this is what I want to paint kind of 
thing driving your, all of your work? I recognize that media is one of the most powerful ways in which uh, we influence people. So you're either going to be brainwashed in a way that is positive and benefits growth of humanity, or you're going to be brainwashed in a way that is negative. So I'm interested in putting work out that brainwashes people essentially in a positive way to seeing people they wouldn't normally see occupying 30 foot tall building in the middle of downtown to implementing imagery of a future that involves black people, people of color, women, you know, and gender non-conforming people in positions of power, joy, and relationship to each other in support of creating a better world. Imagining new futures is literally intertwined in Rachel's work too. Inside the Tribune Tower on the fifth floor, Rachel and a handful of other artists painted murals and mounted large photos that come to life with the assistance of an augmented reality app created by Black Terminus. I've never been to a Black-run augmented reality exhibition, ever. Right. That's probably one of the coolest things is when we had our opening event, it was like Ice Cold came through, uh, Grand National came through, like hella homies came through and they were all like, I've never cared about a space that felt like this, a museum space, like anything, you know, but this feels like us. This is like our people occupying this space. Like that feels amazing. The space looks like a gutted office building or a small warehouse. Exposed beams and raw floors are juxtaposed by some of the coldest artwork. Rachel painted a mural of Ice Cold 3000, the legendary turf dancer doing a sequence where his motions are captured in different positions across the wall. It's kind of like the painting of the woman on the outside of the building, except instead of going to the past, he's going toward a pixelated digital future. And when you look through the app on your phone, the augmented reality adds a whole new dimension. Yeah, let's see, I need to stand right where it says stand. Augmented reality by Black Terminus. The image in my phone shows the same mural that I see in reality. Only now it's in this subtle motion, rapidly moving back and forth, almost like a digitized glitch. Why'd you choose to do a mural of Ice Cold 3000? He's, you know, one of the originators of Turf Dance. Turf Dance is such a signature of Oakland and represents kind of the soul of Oakland and that kind of movement. When I was painting this piece, I was really asking myself the question of how to create that kind of transition to move from like the physical body into this digital body. So it really represents like Oakland and uh, black and brown people from the Bay moving into this digital, futuristic, technological space. So while the artwork here has an augmented reality component, the murals are also being converted into NFTs. Okay, back it up, back it up, back it up, and break it down. NFT, non-fungible token. It relies on blockchain technology to make an official copy of the digitized artwork. So now, once the mural is scanned, someone can have ownership of, say, the digital version of Rachel's mural. And another cool thing is, if someone decides to sell their digital copy, Rachel could earn royalties. That's something that artists tend to not get if their work resells in the standard market. Oh, and let's be clear, some NFTs are 2D, but here, all the digital copies of the murals are 3D. We have 3D scanned my piece here and then given it to a 3D artist. So he's taking that 3D scan, which if you can imagine uh, how you tour a home on Craigslist where you can kind of wander through or when you're on Google Maps, is that same kind of idea where you have this scan of the object. You can really see it in full color, in full depth. 
And while the artwork inside the Tribune Tower, including Rachel's mural of Ice Cold 3000, will get destroyed when the exhibit ends, the NFT offers the opportunity for the mural to get another chance to be seen again. But in creating an NFT out of things, you're preserving them forever. Essentially, I mean, you're preserving them in one form or another. I mean, what we're really asking is just like, how do muralists fit into the NFT space, right? Because a lot of people who are using it are already 3D designers or digital artists of some kind. And we specialize in like analog style of art, but how do we bring that to the digital space? Most people never get to collect our works because they just live on this wall. Maybe you make like a, a limited edition print of it or something. So this would almost be like that limited edition print. And I think part of it too is, you know, the idea of collectibles, like that it gains value over time. So you're also collecting something that you believe will create wealth for you. It's a new world. Yeah. It's such a new world. Wanna walk this way? The NFT market is relatively new, especially for muralists. The jury seems to still be out on if this is gonna take off or completely flop. But as Rachel said, the larger discussion is about getting control of art's revenue back in the hands of artists, which is important because, like many artists, Rachel knows what it's like to struggle. When I moved to Oakland, I was living in my van, and I ended up plugging with like a whole warehouse full of artists here. So I pretty much lived in warehouses, storefronts, and like odd spaces that artists used to really be able to live in. I pretty much got kicked out of every house I lived in in the Bay as it goes, <laughs> you know, they're like, you live in a shitty warehouse, we're gonna turn them into luxury lofts. No, you can't move back in later, so adios. This is where I wanna be, I know what I wanna do, I have to double down, focus even more, like there's no easy money, there's no easy way around, <laughs> you know, getting to where you wanna get to. When I really started to deep dive, I was like posting ads on Craigslist, calling people, asking them if I could work for them, doing free murals, like whatever I could do. And I uh, signed up for the Bay Area Mural Program, was hosting uh, Battle of the Canvas, and I ended up winning the competition and working with them to the point where I became the creative director. That kind of blossomed into more opportunities, really just like being seen in a professional light and having that title, which I never had before, um, just kind of gave way to like more opportunities. I'm thinking about your trajectory and how you explain to us like where you started and where you're at now. Do you look at yourself as a success? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's super exciting. I mean, like, to look back on being super, super broke for, like, a long time, like, literally waking up, being like, is everybody else right that this doesn't pan out? Persisting through that for, like, seven years, <laughs> you know? Um, I think you kind of have to be crazy, and I'm a little bit crazy, so... <laughs> So it feels really good for it to be paying off. I'm also living in my boyfriend's mom's basement still, like downstairs at her house. I have like a modest studio, you know, so I'm by no means like living outside of my means. I'm like, I would rather live under my means, kill it, you know, be able to support other people. I'm able to like hire other people now. I have no problem being successful. I have no qualms with having money. Like, I'm like, give me your money and I will redirect it where I think it should go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's really like expanding the possibility of sharing wealth with other people. Big love and appreciation to Rachel Wolf Goldsmith for sharing your time, your art, and your story. Also gotta give my respect to Bud Snow, Vogue from TDK, Jet Martinez, Joshua Mays, 
and Rough Draft, aka Brandon Ruffin, who are the artists featured in the exhibition, as well as Asan Jethmaw of Endeavors Oakland, who provided the space. To find out more about Rachel's work, follow her on Instagram at Wolfpack. That's spelled W-O-L-F-E underscore period pack, P-A-C-K. Marisol Medina Cadena is the producer of this show. Our editor is Jessica Plachik. Our engineer is Seal Muller. Kiana Mogadam, Sarah Pineda, and Ashley Ng make up the engagement team. KQED execs are Erica Aguilar, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. I'm Pendarvis Harshaw. Thank you for listening. Right Now-ish is a KQED production. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.